Hello, this is Brooke Gamble. I'm Annabella Vasquez. I'm Jay Reed. I'm Taylor Trevette. And I'm Jacob Chun. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about sleep deprivation for a generation of students. Our claim for the podcast is going to be how students will perform better academically with increased sleep granted by later school starting times. We'll be split into three groups with myself being the mediator and having two people on the opposing and advocating side. We'll be getting into the evidence on how sleep deprivation perpetuated by schools affects the mental, physical, and social well-being of students. At the end of this episode, we will reach a general consensus on how we propose to fix sleep deprivation in high school students. Stay tuned to hear um, our solutions for this issue. Now we're going to go around and talk about what this topic on sleep deprivation means to us and how we plan on fixing it. Sleep deprivation is personally very important to me because I see it showing up in my social life, my mental and physical well-being. And I definitely believe that starting kids younger with a good sleep schedule will reflect later in their lives when they're adults and they need to be responsible about their health. They need to be responsible for waking up on time in the morning and just generally performing in their life with sufficient sleep. Yeah, no, I agree completely. It's like a very prevalent issue in our school today. And I feel like a lot of it does fall on the student, but a lot of it, I feel like reinforcing how important sleep is. The school could also do a better job at that by like modifying their like layout and stuff. So. And with like how much we're staying up late, right? Like doing homework and all that. We wake up, we're tired. We're not learning anything when we're tired. Like we're trying to go back to sleep. So it's like, how are we we'll prepare for tests and learn the material and do our homework right if we're just tired? This topic's important to me because I find it very prevalent in my life and it um, affects my emotional well-being, my mood, and my productivity throughout the day. And it also hinders my ability to follow my passions. Not o- not only should are they important to like each of us personally, but they other people should care about this topic too. Um, people should definitely care about this topic other than just students because it's not just our responsibility. Um, the parents are seeing this in their kids. Their kids are always exhausted. They're not as energetic as they were when they were younger. And um, other people should care, like the policymakers, because that's who's really going to be causing the change. So throughout this, we are trying to advocate for a change specifically to the people who have the power to, like parents, policymakers, um, not so much teachers regarding like rules but like more of a district-wide change, not just individual responsibility. Yeah, more of a difference in the formatting of school. So now we can get into more of the deeper evidence. So now let's get into the advocacy evidence, which supports immediate change in, the, in our school structure. Uh, sleep de- deprivation is bad for teen health, mentally and physically. Um, teens should be getting something around like eight to ten hours and personally I am not getting close to that and I know a lot of people that are not getting close to that because school is like messing that up you know (laughs) trying to do things outside of school 
as well as school and trying to perform properly in school, you can't necessarily do all those at once. And um, sleep deprivation has negative health effects like the hindrance of natural growth and development processes and teenagers' lives during high school. And this time is like imperative for humans to develop fully and properly. And if they do not develop fully and properly, they will have negative health effects later on in their life, which would be like obesity, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and also um, mood kind of things like depression, anxiety, and that could cause alcohol use. Yeah, like I know when you're not feeling your best physically and mentally, then you're also not going to perform your best, whether it's school or driving to school. I mean, these kids are driving to school around the window of 6 a.m. to 7.20. And they're fresh out of their bed. They're exhausted from all the homework they did the night before. They're running on maybe five hours of sleep and like two cups of coffee, which just kind of strings them out. So while these students are driving they're not going to be at their peak performance and they're driving with a bunch of other students that are exhausted and so a school actually um journal of clinical sleep medicine they studied this and in a school where they delayed their start times an hour later the crashes reduced 16.5 percent to school so i just think that really highlights how being at your best, getting just even an extra hour of sleep, or maybe just having even more time to wake up, is going to increase your performance in not only driving to school, but also probably how you're going to perform at school. So that's definitely an immediate reason to implement change in the district. We don't want our students getting into car crashes, or at least I don't. So I think that's something that definitely everyone should care about. Yeah, and not only... Um not all students have to drive though. Some students have their parents go and drop them off at school or take them to school and everything, which if we were to um, change like the start time, that would cause an issue. So a lot of parents would not be able to drive their kids to school if the start, start time was pushed back because it'll interfere with their work schedules. And this puts, um, social, this puts us certain populations that are in the socio at a socioeconomic disadvantage um, and it really affects them because that's who typically has to go to work at an earlier time. Well yeah also there was a study um, in the Smithsonian Teen Tribune where 80% of the school districts that adopt later time were actually smaller so they're not having to provide as much transportation and they're not having to stretch their funds as much as these huge districts maybe like ours like cfisd so a lot of these districts these bigger districts just aren't at a position where they can be spending all this money on additional buses for kids that where their parents used to be able to take them to school before now it's later and their work starts around a similar time so they can't be taking their kids to school and then getting to work on time so these schools are having to spend additional money on additional buses for these kids. So the most ironic thing about all of this is that we're starting school earlier just for students to perform worse, right? So there's one 2009 survey that, you know, questioned over 55,000 college students, right? 
And then on average, um, all the students that reported feeling tired, you know, any time during the week at all, they had a GPA that was approximately 0 0.13 points lower on average. Like that's like, it's a pretty big difference, right? Like when it comes to GPA, where like that really matters, right? And it's like, one thing that was interesting that they noticed was that younger college students, like especially the freshmen, they were a lot more prone to getting worse grades because of that sleep, right? So like the younger you are, the more you're affected by that, right? High school students are even younger than college students, right? So like, how can they be affected by that, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're waking up at six, seven for us, right? And then they're just going to school. For me, like I have uh, a push first period, right? <laughs> I wake up at like six or seven for that. And then like whenever I take a test there, like I can't think about, I can't remember anything that I studied for the night before. So I just do really bad on average, right? Like I, I just can't remember anything at all. Yeah, I had the GPA difference too. It said students that obtained more sleep had higher GPAs than short sleepers. The GPAs were 3.24 versus 2.74 on average. Um, and that's from the NCBI. After this discussion, I think we can all agree that students don't get enough sleep. After looking at all the evidence, now we're gonna start offering solutions. We're gonna discuss which ones seem the most realistic and which ones we can implement immediately in our school districts. All right, now let's go around the table and talk about why our solutions may or may not work. I really strongly believe in starting an hour later um, because whether or not you start school at the same time but give kids during school time, it's just like they're going to be leaving their house at the same time. Like who knows if they're going to be able to fall back asleep during that period. I just think it's best to not displace these kids too early, give them time to get ready, give them time to have breakfast, just give them time to really get ready for the day. Um, as well as they can use that time to sleep in earlier or they can use that time to catch up on homework. It's really up to them. Um, they get more freedom than if it was school facilitated. Um, I think there was a point that happened that was brought up earlier that's really important here, right? It's that parents can't drive kids while they're at work, right? But if you start school an hour later, that's just too much of like a whole like uh, schedule change, right? So I think it'd be much more effective to just implement like a free period during school, like whether it's earlier in the middle of the day, for like kids to just relax or like, take a nap or something. This free period could also be utilized to do homework that would be like administered during the day to get it done before school or whatever. And also it could be like a, like, helpful for like just you being relaxed and knowing that you may have some more time to do something rather than freaking out and doing it the night before. It would be a little bit more last minute, it would be a little bit more stressful, but that could also like be like a safety net. Yeah, like you're going to sleep earlier because you don't have to stay up doing all the homework, you know, you can do it next period yes. in the morning, right? So I think that's a lot better. Yeah, I think that um, the beyond just like, I think that adding an extra period would give, be way more beneficial than starting an hour late because there's like three really big issues with starting an hour late. First being that the parents' work schedules, like kind of like Jacob said, like they kind of don't match and you can't, some parents won't be able to drive their kids to school and it just really like, it affects like the, lo like, like we said, it affects like the lower income families who their parents have to go and work and they don't have, um, anyone to take them to school and it's like okay well there's buses well it takes a lot of money to like buy more buses and it's just not logical to have you would have to buy more buses because you have school starting at the same time you have like the middle school starting at the same time as the high schools because if you push everyone back that would just not work so you just have to push the high schools back so then you have to buy more buses 
and that costs a lot of money. You have to pay the bus drivers. It's not, school doesn't have the funds for that. And then it also affects extracurricular activities if you just push the school day back because now you're gonna have less time to be able to like do stuff outside of school that would help you just be a well-rounded, better person and help with like your mental and physical, physical health. And like a lot of students here in Bridgeland are involved in extracurricular activities because we're so academically inclined and like sports inclined that it would make the scheduling of people's independent schedules a lot harder. I also think the biggest issue here with starting an hour later is that the students would also kind of adapt to that and just slip, like slide their schedule over so they're still getting the same amount of sleep and they're still stressing just as much. My issue with that though is trying not to make it a teen and parent responsibility because it's really not their fault. I mean, if we're gonna go back to biological, when they go through puberty, the melatonin gets all messed up, their sleep schedules get all messed up, they just can't go to bed earlier. So that's why I still support doing an hour later. But like Bella said, it's just not financially possible at this moment. And it's super messy when you take into account extracurricular as well as buses. Um, so I feel like we can all reach a consensus on the realisticness and just the possibility of being able to do one period, free period. I think that we can all come to the conclusion that implementing a study hall for students to use on their own accord would work the best in our schools at the moment. Since it's so expensive and so unconventional for schools to start school later, there's an opportunity to start a study hall that students can use. Okay, this was our episode on sleep deprivation for a generation of students, and this is Brooke. This is Bella. This is Jay. This is Taylor and Jacob. Okay. And have a great day.